Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 57, and the first ever Zelda Month episode. For those who are not on the hype train, during the entire month of November, we'll be celebrating the Legend of Zelda series. This includes special podcast episodes like you're listening to right now that interview some of the greatest online creators. On top of the special podcast episodes, we'll be releasing Play It By Tier reviews on a handful of fan-favorite Zelda games every Sunday. And also on top of all that, we'll be streaming a complete game through of Ocarina of Time on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the celebration. Anyways, my name is Dakota and my co-host for the night is Nathan. Hello. And tonight is a very special episode as we have some special guests, Daniel and Devin, who are the brains behind Buff Pestu. They're also the owners of the Zelda Creator Discord, but more on that later. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. 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 Thank you for having us on. Good to be here. For those people who may be unfamiliar with your work, who are you and what are your current projects? Our, we're brothers, so our voices might sound a little similar, but we'll try our best to make sure you know who's talking. Um, so I'm Daniel. And I'm Devin. And Devin. So we're brothers. We we work on a comic called Buff Hestu. And uh, it's it's kind of a weird one. It's um, the character from Breath of the Wild and Age of Calamity. Uh, Hestu, the guy who has the maracas, and he's like a tree. Uh, I think he's like a bonsai tree. I don't know. He's styled um, in bonsai. He's like styled in a bonsai. Um, and he, in, in Breath of the Wild, he gives you extra inventory slots. In Age of Calamity, he smacks people with maracas. And um, in our version of this comic, though, he's really jacked for some reason, uh, which we can get into later because there's there's a question. Yeah, there's a question about it. We can get into that later as to why he's like that. Um, so we both do that together. I kind of just like, we write, we write together. I kind of give Devin like a rough storyboard of what it's going to look like. Um, and then Devin makes it look pretty. And the other thing that mostly I do, but Devin, Devin helps in mods and we bounce ideas off each other too, is, is the, the creators, uh, discord and Twitter and Instagram. So that's a bit, that's, that's very different than our Buffesto work. Uh, that one's more of like a community focused thing. That's kind of supposed to highlight, other people who are making stuff, uh, you know, art or crafts or music or, or podcasts. Any or, art medium. Yeah, any, any medium. It wasn't really supposed to be all about us, but, you know, <laughs> the name Buff Hestu just keeps coming up in there and people want us to do stuff for it. And they want That's us to do in every, yeah. every Zella creator's advertisement. And yes. Yes, every advertisement someone every wants them to do, they're like, can we put Buff Hestu? And I'm like, okay, you don't need to. <laughs> like, you totally don't need to do that. But, like, if you want. But yeah, kind of a mascot. Yeah, he's becoming a mascot for that, too. It's weird. It's just weird to me, because it's like, it was supposed to be something that was... Um, Completely separate. Yeah, like, we were trying to, like, really differentiate it from there, but, I don't know, like, it it carried over. He's just it's cool. It's exactly cool that it did. A popular of a character now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool that it did. It's just I, I was trying to keep it separated, aside from the fact that I, I was using the Buffhestu account to originally promote it. But Yeah, and we might as well bring up the one question at the very end. We might as well just bring it up now. Um, yeah. The original character that you guys have, um, each time it comes up on my timeline, it's hilarious. It's just a buff, a buff version of like a fictional that's normally like a little bit bigger character is hilarious. <laughs> um, how do you guys... I know you just said you had a story for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I can tell that. Um, I love telling that story. Um, so it was last Christmas that 
we were playing Age of Calamity for the first time. And so, and just to clear it up, there's like minor, minor spoilers. If anyone's listening that hasn't played Age of Calamity, it's, it's not really a big spoiler. But eventually when you're playing through the game, you unlock Hestu. And you can, you can play as him. And when we played as him, we were like pumped. We were like, oh man, we get to play as Hestu. Because we didn't know. We, we had no idea that He's Hestu He's a living was. tree. Yeah, we had no idea that we were going to get a fight as a tree. And yeah, yeah and um, we, we played as him. And we, were, we both kind of like stopped like halfway through. And we we're like, he sucks. Like, oh, regular, oh, regular Hestu can... sucks. He, he's not a very good character. <laughs> I can um, easily relate. Yeah, he, he just. I know he was slow and it just he wasn't very fun to play compared to the other characters. Um, and I know a lot of people online who I've told this story to, they usually counter me with like, oh, no, he's great. You're just, you know, you guys are the ones that suck. But I don't think, no. We don't think so. <laughs> like, we're pretty, pretty darn good at that game, um, if I'm tooting my own horn. So uh, we made this joke, and I, I honestly still don't remember how it came up. But there's a feature in the game called Military Training Camp, and it's oh. just a yeah, it's just a uh, you know you you send your character to military training camp to upgrade them to to make them level up faster, like pretty much instantly, and you you pay for it with the in-game currency. And uh, we made this joke about Hestu going to military training camp and then coming back jacked and like the strongest character. <laughs> and then some point I was like, Devin, you got to draw that, and he drew it and. Uh, I, I don't know why we made a comic out of it, though. Oh I, don't know, I still don't remember why the comic actually started. Maybe you remember? No, I don't remember why the comic started. I remember drawing... I, I drew the first picture. I still have that picture, but it's, it's never a, been seen. That's the one where he's flexing both of his biceps, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's very different than how he actually looks now. Um, but yeah, and there's two different color styles, too, because that's also when I, I learned how to do watercolor. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember so much about it, but I don't remember why the comic got made. Yeah, I remember making the comic. I remember posting the comic. Yeah, I'm still not but... sure where that idea came from. Was to make it out of, I mean, the idea of making it into a comic. I still don't remember where that came from, but I remember the origin of why we made him buff. Usually when I draw a character, at least before Buff has to, when I draw a character like that, it'd be, it'd be fortunate for that character if they ever got drawn again. But Buff Hestu, I've drawn him so many times that I, I don't need to look at a picture of him anymore to draw him. No, it just it, for some reason, we decided to make it a comic. We decided to post it, and now it's yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I we do... never stopped for some reason. Every day, I'm working on new comics. New art. New comics on Buff Hestu? Anything, anything kind of in that style of uh, Rocky training montage? <laughs> <laughs> the origin? <laughs> the origin story? <laughs> That'd be funny. I always get a little confused with Rocky, but you're the one. Is that the one where he runs up the stairs and yells the guy's name? Yes, he goes, Drago! Yeah. Could yeah. Do, we could do one where he runs up the stairs and yells Ganon. Ganon! <laughs> He's holding his until, until now, no, there's never been a thought of that. <laughs> I'll be waiting that on my timeline. <laughs> Who would train, though? That's the question. Who would be oh, that is, that is a good question. Some Do random I'm... stranger... Some random stranger... Regular sized Hylian knights. You could just, just be standing, standing, standing in front of a mirror. Standing in front of a mirror. <laughs> just, just training himself. That's something that Love Hestu would totally do, though. But at that point, he's just regular Hestu, though. Oh, that's true. We'd have to do that. Mm -hmm. We'd have to do that. I think it'd be funny if it was somebody who was extremely 
extremely small and the the exact opposite of buff has to like robbie or, or pura <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that'd be a good one it makes no sense as to how it worked but now seeing as how you've uh, you've drawn buff has to several times um what got you into drawing comics in the first place and like what sort of things kind of inspired you to uh, do so so that would be a Devin question <laughs> it was so it's, it's a bit of a story um, I actually I got injured um, oct- in last October. I got I got an injury to my hand last October, and that's that got me. You know, I've been off work since then. Gosh. And it was shortly after I didn't have anything to do mm-hmm. after I got injured because I couldn't do anything with my hand. It it was that bad. But I like to do things, and one of the things I used to do was I draw just I draw on paper, but I can't hold a pencil. I can't hold a pencil anymore. So it wasn't it was shortly after the initial injury that I discovered Ibis Paint X on my phone. And so I started using that. And that's when I got the idea to make a, a silly comic as a gift for Daniel for Christmas. Uh-huh. So from October until December twenty-fourth, I was making a comic. Not Buff has had nothing to do with Zelda. It was all my own <laughs> original stuff. Maybe one day it'll get seen. Um, but I, I worked on it from October all the way up to December 4th, creating this comic. And during that time, I learned how to make comics on Ibis. I really learned how to wow. use Ibis Paint X. Um, and I was able to taught myself how to draw with my hand again. Though I don't use a pencil. I just use my finger. I, I finger paint pretty much. Everything all that. Yeah, really? everything that I do is pretty much finger paint. Finger painting. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, he it looks really up. impressive. Like, I think I'm the only person who uses their finger for Ibis. Everyone else uses pens. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so after, after Christmas, I didn't do anything, but I still, had, I still had that comic, and I had all the knowledge of how to use Ibis and how to make a comic. And I ended up getting a phone at Christmas that was a little bit bigger. Hmm. It, the phone I used to make the first comic was tiny. It's crazy oh. how small it was, like a juice box. Oh yeah, it was like, like a screen, like the side of four or something. Yeah, um, teeny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, that was uh, not Buff really Hestu though. That you no, that was no, that, that was, was the your, comic. Yeah, your original yes, comic. Was... <laughs> yeah, so the new phone that I have, that I'm still using, makes it a lot. It's a lot bigger and it's a lot easier to make comics. So I had nothing to do, and then we decided to make the the Buff Hestu comic, and now I just, I'm, I haven't stopped making Buff Hestu. I, I did try doing another comic as well. Um, yes. <laughs> nonsensical comics. It was just, mm-hmm. it was, it's very small. Probably no one ever knows, probably nobody knows about it. Um, but I don't do it anymore because I'm too busy with Buff Has to, but. It's not Zelda related. No, it's not Zelda. Just, that was just your. Yeah, that was just random. Your own little random stuffs. It was random things that just came to my mind. Make no sense, no sense, but that was the joke. Yeah, so when you guys first, like, released. Your, I guess, your first comic for uh, Buff Hetsu. Um, what kept you going? Like, why did you make more of? Uh, I can answer that one. Uh, when we posted, I think the first one we only posted a Reddit yeah. originally. Yeah. Um, I think we posted it on both the the just the basic Zelda subreddit and then the Breath of the Wild subreddit. And I remember. We posted it like pretty late in the day, like it was like three o'clock. Yeah, and we we had never posted like online content 
before, so we didn't really think much of it. Um, and I remember coming back a few hours later, and it had like close to a thousand like upvotes, and we were just like blown away, and we we're like, "Holy cow! Like, how did this happen?" Right? And um, I wouldn't say that's viral anymore at the time. Um, at the time, like certainly we've had stuff do far better um, mm-hmm. since then. Uh, but that's never really been our, our concern. Like our concerns never been how many upvotes something gets. But um, it was it was just really like encouraging to see. All the feedback, yeah, all that, and there, you know, there was a couple of comments in there. I remember yeah. that were people heckling, and they're like, "Oh, this comic sucks." And I remember typing back to them, "You suck." Well, so somebody <laughs> said it was just the humor that we were trying to go with because originally we yeah. were really playing like the role that Buff Hestu himself was controlling the account. Yeah, and I still kind, we still kind of do that, but we're you know, well, since doing Zelda the creators now, like we're a lot more, we're a lot more open uh, with our mm-hmm. our personal selves. Um, but yeah, there, there was just a lot of, we got a lot of upvotes. I think at the end of the next day, it was like close to 2000 at that wow. point. And, um, fast. Th- yeah, well, it's just, you know, like I said, like we've never really concerned ourselves too much with, um, like how many likes or something, Yeah, you know, like that, like we, we've never concerned with that, but, um, it was just like kind of a very exciting moment for being the first thing we ever posted to kind of gain traction that quickly. You so well. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, there was a few comments in there that were people just being negative trolls, but there was also a ton of com- comments in there with people being like, oh, make more, make more, and I, I don't know, we just started making more. And uh, Originally, we were doing, like, three a week. Yeah. Yeah, then we had to cut it back. We couldn't do three a week anymore. No. Yeah, we that was hard. getting more oh, and more intense with the, the backgrounds and everything, so... Yeah, it takes about, on average, maybe seventeen to twenty hours yeah. to do a comic. Sometimes a full more. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> it's because he's using his finger, right? Like oh, that's was, true. Like if he was able to hold, if Devin was able to hold the pen, um, he could probably get it done way quicker. But because he's he's using his finger, he like he's basically zooming in on all the pixels. Yeah, and like doing really it quick. pixel by pixel by pixel. You know, stroke oh, at no. one stroke at a time. Not right? But sometimes I get a nice big line. Yeah, sometimes you get lucky. But <laughs> buff has to. I can draw normal size screen no matter what. I zoom in a little bit, but yeah, that was that's because you have so much practice now, yeah. right? Yeah. Originally, I remember watching you like the, line, the part line, that line. really takes time with these comics is coloring, especially when there's multiple characters. Mm-hmm. For example, Suga and Master Koga. They take forever. You, you you look at them and you think they're mostly just colored red and black. There's so many different shades of red and black and then yellow. And it's insane. It took me forever. I think it took me 10 hours alone yeah. to color them. I remember when you did that one. To just, just to color those two in one comic. And they, they, I was saying Suga, Suga was in three panels and then Master Koga was in two. It was, it was insane. It just... It, yeah, more characters, more time. Hey, the payoff is really great. The payoff is amazing. But people love oh, yeah. it when Suga shows up. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> we love we love reading people's comments on there, and uh, you know we get we get a lot of positive uh, feedback and everything now. Pokemon cards are really hard to find nowadays. PokéNerds always has Pokemon cards in stock. Use code SWITCHCLICKS for 5% off your entire order. Using this code helps us make the content that you're listening to. It's fun. Now, 
other other the no, I don't. I don't, I'm not. I'm sure you'll say that you'll love Hestu, but what's what do you love about the Zelda series, and uh, what part? Like, how has the series kind of influenced your life aside from Buff Hestu? For me personally, like I'd have to go back. I kind of struggle with my first Zelda memory, whether it was Ocarina of Time or if it was Wind Waker. I think it was technically Ocarina of Time, but I didn't play a whole lot of it. Because um, it was on, it, we got it on the GameCube thing, on the collector's edition. the collector's edition for the GameCube. Oh, like, lucky you! Oh, I don't have it anymore. I wish I still had that one. <laughs> it was, but yeah, we. I remember we got it then, and I think we put Ocarina of Time first back then. We were young. Like I think yeah. I must have been like ten. I'm not sure when that came out exactly. Um, so like my patience were thin back then for that. But Wind Waker was really appealing to me, and Wind Waker. I'm pretty sure we didn't have Wind Waker right away. I think no. we only had the the demo that came on the collector's edition. Yes. Wind Waker was really appealing to me because it was cartoony. Um, and I know back then a lot of people really didn't like that. Like they wanted the more yeah. serious Zelda game. Um, but I didn't know any better. I had no idea. And you definitely didn't know any better either. No. No, you were younger than me. So. It was a video game and I was a child. Yeah. So I played it. Yeah, Wind Waker was just way more appealing because it was cartoony. And the demo that came on the... Um, the collector's disc, I remember it was only like 20 minutes. Like you could play 20 yes, minutes yes. and I flew through it every time. Like I could get through the wind waker demo. I couldn't beat it obviously, but I could get like pretty darn far in that wind waker demo. Cause I played it over and over and over again. Well, the one I remember, cause it starts you off on windfall. You managed to get outside the boss door and dragon roost before it, it, it cut you off. I remember yes. That. I remember the, the boss door and dragon roost. You'd, you'd just oh. get there and then it would shut down. Um, from that, and eventually we we got Wind Waker, and I think Wind Waker is by far well, actually next to Breath of the Wild. Now, Wind Waker is are mm-hmm. the one that we played the most of, and uh, I guess Wind Waker really started. I'm guessing both of us, um, yes, really started both of us on the whole Zelda train uh, yeah. back then. And then um, I remember there was a bit of a lull because uh, there was a point where didn't really have many consoles back when I was like a teenager. But then I got a job and I bought a Wii. And I remember shortly after uh, Skyward Sword came out and I had Skyward Sword, uh, the one that had the disc, uh, what's it called? The music? CD, the music CD. Oh, the, the, the soundtrack, like the special yes. soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I burned all the music from the CD onto my computer and then onto my iPod when I was in, I was in the 12th grade then. And I was just that dude sitting on the bus all morning long in the cold, listening to the Ballad of the Goddess. That is an amazing song. It was that's a great. A me- that's a great memory. Just stood- I, I didn't even want to sit with other kids on the bus because they would have interrupted the Ballad of the Goddess. It was like, I want to sit my own. I don't want to talk to anybody else. It's seven thirty. Just want to listen to Ballad of the Goddess in the Gerudo Desert theme. All orchestrated by some some dude. I don't remember what his name is. Um, but yeah, that was that was my story with it. And then you know after after high school, uh, I don't know, I had a lot more time to play video mm-hmm. games. Um, <laughs> you know, and then Breath of the Wild came out, and yeah. that was was very exciting. Um, so that's my story. I don't know if yours is any different. Well, I guess kind of. Um, it's probably somewhat similar. Yeah. The old, the whole origins with Wind Waker and uh, Breath of the Water, um, Skyward Sword, and everything is the same. But what I think for me, because Wind Waker is 
in a way, I think it was a really good first Zelda game to really get mm-hmm. into because it's so open and it's it's adventurous. That's yeah, fun. that's that's what the ones that's what it's about. It's the adventure, right? And then, and when I when I was a kid, I was I still am very creative. So having all that freedom really allowed my mind to go crazy. And I don't remember any of the scenarios I used to have in my mind when I played that game. But I remember I would sit there. I wouldn't even do the story or anything. I would just play on the on the level yes. Daniel had already yeah. done. And I would just I'd go through and just let my, my mind would go crazy with all these different scenarios as I played. And it it allowed me it allowed my mind to go crazy and then I created my own stuff as I drew. And I, I just really think Zelda the openness and adventure behind Zelda really helps the creative mind go wild, like I said. And my thing is making characters. I love to make characters. And Zelda really allowed me to... really It, it inspired me, in a way, to create more unique characters. And that's, that's sort of why I really like Zelda. Anytime I go on to Zelda, it, just, it, it gives me ideas of new things to draw. New characters to create. It just so happens that both of your first games was also the first games that the Koroks appeared in as well. That's true. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It was never the odds. Yeah, never Destiny, really exactly. That's, Desti- that's number two for Destiny. <laughs> I guess while you play Zelda and you're thinking about this comic, I don't know, I'd, you probably play more Zelda nowadays now that they have this comic, I guess. Um, do Does anything in the games, like, the scenarios that you put yourself in the game, do they um, inspire a comic every once in a while? Or, Oh yeah, absolutely. We when uh, <laughs> Pretty much ever since we started doing this, anytime I go back and play Breath of the Wild, I refer to it as research. Yeah. We're doing research. research. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I pretty much refer to it as research. And uh, there's, there's certainly quite a few... I can't think of any of them right now. Um, there's quite a few comics that have been based off of things that have happened to uh. like maybe not story-wise in in Breath of the Wild um but things that have like popped up and happened while we were playing like you know we're kind of we're kind of both just goofballs when it comes to playing a video game so like we'll you know we'll change the dialogue to suit like our our own little dumb ideas and stuff like that um and we'll do dumb voices like if you ever go watch our streams like we do a lot of dumb voices when we're doing that like um, the frog yeah like when we were doing skyward sword there um what's his name what's his real name uh, uh headmaster gay Hora. Yeah, headmaster gay Hora's voice was kermit the frog for some reason um <laughs> and we kept changing the dialogue so instead of him saying like you know zelda is uh, this 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 is just an example. I don't think we actually said this, but like, instead of him saying like, "Oh, Zelda's, you know, fallen to the to the floor beneath Skyloft," it was like Zelda's on the Muppet Show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the audience, the Muppet Show. It's mm-hmm. like so. Definitely, a lot of those types of scenarios have happened that have made their way into the comics, and I think the origin story of Buff has to himself that we we yeah. explained. Yeah, like, that's a great example of you know us just kind of going back and forth Riffing. while playing. Yeah, we're just vamping back and forth, making jokes to each other about how he's going to go to military training camp and, and come back the best character it <laughs> influenced uh, the series, like the comic it series in a whole birth to the series. Yeah. And um, I, like I said, I can't think of a comic off the top of my head right now. Um, but there, there's definitely been times where 
we do that and you know we're playing and maybe it's not necessarily part of the story of the game but we kind of just start saying stupid things back and forth to each other we we give a a character maybe like an npc like a backstory that is not canon at all right and then that just makes its way in actually i think the one with revali was the the one where the dude uh who wants the crickets i think we made that joke while we were playing one day I don't um, remember. I remember about how he was he was feeding the crickets to Revali or something like that. I feel like the Zora one, the first Zora one with um, with Muzu making the oh, the yes. arts for Buff has to was done yes, you're totally right. When we were playing. Yeah, that was one for sure. We there's a comic where Buff has to goes to Zora's domain and King Dorfan tells him that there's a problem that every Zora has made him a piece of armor because they intend to marry him. And then Muzu has also made him armor. Um, that's one of our comics, and that definitely came up. We were we were uh, yeah. we were just playing casually one day, and uh, we we just we got to that part where they're supposed to be telling him about the rain coming down, and Muzu's like, "Oh, I don't give him, you know, the Zora armor. That's not for yeah. him." Yeah, and that's a that was definitely one. We we uh, we kind of just vamped off each other and made that happen. Kind of just jumped to the complete opposite thing where there was too much. So um. What specific like pieces of media influence you? Like movies, TV shows, whatever. Maybe just like whatever you like to watch. Uh, what are your favorite you, stuff? Might, you might have more information on that, Devin. Uh, really anything. Um, another example of well, an example of media that influences us is uh, the Muppets for. Gaypora, uh the Terminator for Zelda. Yes. So we made whoa, we made Zelda the Terminator. We made we made Zelda's voice Termin- the ter- Yeah, we made Termin- Zelda's voice the Terminator when we were doing our Skyward Sword stream. <laughs> the Zeldanator. She was the Zeldanator. <laughs> Out of my way. I think in general though, like when we were when we were like kids, like really, really young, um all we did was watch cartoons and draw. Mm-hmm. Like watch cartoons every day and draw. And go and um <laughs> You know, you you guys are you guys are from Canada as well, like we are. So you guys might remember tele, like Teletoon, right? Oh, oh yeah. boy, yeah. yes. You guys remember yes. Teletoon? I don't know if it's still on TV or not. Oh yeah, um, I think it is. I don't know. We don't have cable. We got Netflix. Me neither. <laughs> um, Me neither. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we'd sit there and we'd watch Teletoon, and then there'd be like, like Ninja Turtles. I think was super, yeah, super influential on us back on then. Kapow. Yeah, on Kapow, and um. What else do we watch? We watched Mega Man, and uh, I remember back then I didn't know Mega Man was a video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was a cartoon. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to think what other cartoons I can't think. SpongeBob, right now. yeah, SpongeBob for sure. Danny yes. Phantom. Oh my god, SpongeBob is probably like a huge influence on our humor. Oh yeah, it is. well, Geryum was Patrick. You're right. He voiced Geryum as Patrick. Geryum was voiced as Patrick. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just like old childhood cartoons were. We're really influential on our humor, but also like I I don't really draw so so much. Devin does most of the drawing, so um, uh, Devin's art style too, probably because I you're yeah. very you're very big on the clean, professional looking lines. Like we had that discussion the other day. Yes, and then uh, you know, this stuff still carries over today. Like the other day, we started watching Recess for some reason. Well, because it was a good episode. Yeah, we found an episode of Recess, and we we're like, let's watch Recess. Yeah. And, you know, we're, like, adults now. Just never really changed. Like, we've always just been really into cartoons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, cartoons are cartoons. I'm going to watch it no matter what age. I'll be 80 and I'll still be watching yeah. cartoons. Be watching Spongebob in my rocking chair. Yeah, four yeah. kids. 
it'll probably still be running by the time. It, yeah, it's it like 27 <laughs> years of SpongeBob now. I'm pretty sure if it's this far, it's going further. Um, I think my favorite of the comics is the one with the chicken, where there you guys are beating up, um, like the buff the buff chicken. Buff <laughs> chicken. Buff yeah, that was okay. That was that one was really weird. Like yeah. I don't, rem- <laughs> I have no idea where that idea came from. Um, it was the th- it was the it's not theory, but. Uh, statement of when an immovable object or when an unstoppable yeah. <laughs> force meets an immovable object yes and because... we compared that to buff has to and the cuckoos yes i yeah i remember that i just don't remember where i got the idea from i just woke up one day and i was like we should just draw buff chicken and that'll be that'll be like the new thing right and then for some reason we did three comics with it mm-hmm. I, it was <laughs> it was really weird i remember being kind of that was actually one where i was kind of nervous about posting it because i was like man this is really weird like we just gave a chicken a giant buff body and it just came like, out of nowhere too it makes no sense <laughs> yeah and it came out of blue it was like like okay people are either gonna love this or gonna hate it and i think for the most part like i don't think anyone hated it no they but um to love it it was a How could you hate it? Chicken. Yeah, How could you hate it. Like that's I, that just sums up the Cuckoo Revenge Squad. Yeah, any Zelda exactly. game. I remember two part, very small part of the inspiration of that one was um. I'm pulling. I'm actually just pulling it up right now so I can see it in front of me. I'm trying not to make my mouse click. Um, uh, next one that's is the, the next one. Yeah, that one. This one. Okay. Wait, isn't this the second one? No. Well, that's the first one, but he becomes buff in the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so share their power. The the last panel, it's actually it's actually a reference to that meme where the two buff dudes are beating up like the little guy that has the uh, the opinion. They all they the two buff dudes start laughing. Uh, what's it called, Devin? Do you know what that meme's called? I, I don't remember. I think I just typed in beat up meme and I got it. <laughs> it's on Reddit all the time. Yeah, it means all the but time. It was a reference to that meme. Uh, yeah, there it is. You found it? Yeah, I can put it in uh, the see. The chat for you. Yeah. This one. Here yeah. it is. And then uh I know the viewers it's can't see it, but guy getting beat up blank template. <laughs> Maybe you guys can <laughs> Oh, I remember this meme. <laughs> yeah, it was a reference to that meme where the, the dude's beating up like that loaf of bread dude. Or this little rectangular dude. I don't know what it's called. But uh yeah, that one did come from a little inspiration from a meme. <laughs> yeah, Just you guys are kind bit. of you guys are in depth in the meme culture. I found one here on your Instagram. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but what's the meme? The guy, he's on a swing, then he's in a chair, then he's standing in the middle of the road. Oh, by that's himself. Sad like Pablo. Yeah. yeah. Sad Pablo, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Pablo too. Escobar's TV show. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we've done, we've done a few, I think. I can't remember. There's another one that has a meme reference in it, too. Yeah, there's a few. But um, I, I don't remember, though. Like One, one of the rules of... Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what we want. We love that stuff, you know, going love, Easter egg hunting in a video game or something. Yeah. So I love hiding stuff in comics. Yeah, there's there's stuff hidden in all of them that a every, lot of people haven't noticed. Every single comic has something hidden in it, mm-hmm. and I think only three people have ever noticed, and they've been they've been very quiet about it as well. So other people weren't even alerted, and still mm-hmm. to this day, things are still being hidden in every comic. It was kind of. <laughs> I don't want to elaborate on it too much because eventually people catch on, but it's, you know, to be fair, it has been like nine months and three people have only somewhat figured out what we're talking about. But we we like to keep little little secret hidden things in each of them, at least in one panel. It has to be at least one panel. Yeah. Um, They're not in every single panel of a comic, but at least one of them. 
I also really like your uh, Animal Crossing one. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, right that now? one's actually right <laughs> up in front of me. Like my computer screen froze, but um, yeah, we did that one with Nadine Far Crossing. She's a she is a good friend of ours. Yes, she very she good. helped us out a lot at, at the very beginning, like kind of guide the world of posting content online. Um, she she reached out to us and and she wanted to make the costume, so she made the costume um, for her her own account. And um, a couple months later, we were like, let's make a let's make a comic with it. And she she's the uh, she's Pura. She played the role of Pura. We actually went over to her island and uh, made that com- made that comic wow. with her. That was a fun time. Yeah, that, that was a fun little event that we did. It's insanely we, creative because you also have the uh, the eyes on, in the painting on in the house. Yeah, that's her. Yep. That was her house. That was her Animal Crossing and, house um, at the time. She she edited some of the photos for us too. Like if you're looking at it, the uh, the mask that the middle char- the Hestu character in the middle is wearing that's that's not something you can get in Animal Crossing. She edited that on for us. Yeah, she just is that the nose. Uh, is that green afro hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, green afro hair. Yeah, no, she she was great. She she helped us kind of navigate Instagram at the early point of us doing this because uh, originally we were like pretty much solely on Reddit and uh, we had the Instagram, but we weren't using it. And then she messaged us and was like, Oh, I can show you how to like use this stuff. And we're like, great. Yeah. She, I think she messaged us three days after our our first post. It was pretty, it was early. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was very early on and uh, we've stayed in touch with her and, and we, we, you know, we help each other out where we can. She has uh, assisted us with the Zelda creators uh, discord as well. Speaking about speaking about uh, Zelda creators, um, it's really grown in the past few months. I think I've seen it pretty much from the beginning. Um, and the Switch Clicks is proud to be a part of your community there. Um, what are your thoughts on where it's at right now, and how where do you see it going? Um, I think it's pretty crazy how well it's been received. Like, I had no doubt that it was going to do well eventually i just didn't think it was going to be you know within like three months that it was going to have a couple hundred members i think that what's what's yeah, funny nearing 200 yes yeah. i think we are at uh it tells you like a hundred hundred ninety six. wow right yeah wow. yeah That's i just tough. i figured eventually that you know we we'd probably gain some traction but it gained traction like really quick and um that's a lot of that is thanks to our mods. Um, if I can pull up here, I can shout them out quick. They, you know, Tina uh, has been like really helpful to us. She she came over from my pers- like our personal buff Hestu server um, and helped us out. Same with Pixel Toad, um, Devin. Ten, Devin's <laughs> uh, Discord name is Tencentano. Um, and then we brought in like uh, Chara, Flu, Joey J, Rach. TCU, like they're all like creators as well. And alive. And oh, and sorry, and alive gamer. Yes, and alive gamer. I'm sorry, alive. I missed you there. And did you um, Raikou as well? Uh, Raikou's in uh, Buff Has 2. Oh, sorry. I thought I saw it. Um... Um, but yeah, they, they've all been really greatly involved. And I don't think a lot of people see that um, because they, they do it in like private mod chats. Um, but they're the ones that come up with a lot of like the really engaging ideas and they're the ones that make it happen because I can't be here all the time and, and we're all in different times. And so like it, they're the ones that really make a lot of the stuff happen on there happen. 
um, like, yeah, me and Devin deal with like, you know, the advertising of it and we're kind of the, the face on it, I guess you could say. Um, but they really make a lot of the, the more noble things happen, which is crazy. Like, I just want to let that be clear that they're, they're all super great. They, they all help make the community really great. Um, as for where I'm thinking it's going to go, um, I certainly don't think it's going to go down. Um, no. <laughs> I think uh, I think we're going to continue growing. Like I know, like right now, you know, it's it's hovering just below 200. It's been hovering just below 200 for a little while. Um, but we do the creator feature every Wednesday, and we do little mini projects. Like I know Dakota was involved in the the Twitter banner project that we were doing, and okay. I believe you made Damp Dompy, right? Dampe, let's go. Dampe, yes. <laughs> um, I thought oh, I thought you made Dampe. Um, yeah, so you know, like, like those are ideas, you know, will be coming back eventually. Like, we're gonna do more community building type things uh, to get people involved. And when we did that Twitter banner uh, project, that was um, that was when we had like less than a hundred people, I think. Yeah, that was um, one of our first things. Yeah, like that was one of our first things. We had less than a hundred people in the server in the community doing that, and now we have probably more than double from when we started that yeah um so i think the more we just keep doing these community project type things uh you know the more we're going to grow and like i've said before um even i said it in regards to like upvotes and likes i've never really concerned myself too much with numbers i i try not to focus on how many likes or people are joining it's it's more like trying to focus on like the quality of the content or the service that we're doing. Um, so I think as long as we can keep, keep, sorry, I think as long as we keep continuing doing that, then it's just going to get bigger. I get people seem to enjoy it. So it's a good community. Yeah. We like doing it. Yeah. It's all around the common love of Zelda too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you, you're only at nearly 200 people. There are millions of people that you can share your content with everywhere. Yeah, certainly. Even having and a community that small is a benefit to anybody. Two hundred people is a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You can't fit two hundred people in this house. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Two yeah. two hundred people is a lot of people. And like, but your, like, your community thing. has certainly grown really fast too. Yes. Yes, it's it jumped up surprisingly quick. Where, like, I kind of had like ideas of how many mods that we wanted per. Uh, like like a ratio, like how many milestone? Yeah, you want? No. yeah, and um, like we have like twelve mods now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we started with like three people, four people, and uh, it jumped up really quick. Like, like I know we've been having a lot of fun with it too. So I think really it got started in technically August. Like it was, it existed in July, but it didn't really get started till August. So I know it's been like three months, but still, like I was, I was blown away at the reception of it and how quickly people like you know latched onto it and have wanted to be a part of this community like, i didn't realize that there was a need for it out there i was just doing it for fun especially like, with uh current events going on like there was there was no e there was like you know e3 is barely any barely a thing nowadays yeah and having that having that creator con really helped out the community yeah what, that was um, through, um through joel in uh yeah in like tour yeah that was great yeah, that was where we um we met a lot of people yeah. through. I believe you popped into our chat uh, during our panel. 
Yes, I was. I was. Even, uh, I think you even asked about well. making a community, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember what I asked, but I, uh, I definitely did pop in, and uh, I, you guys were were taking questions, so I, I threw a question in there for you. I don't remember what I asked though. I think it was something about the opinion on if uh, if making a a community was a good idea. You ended up doing it oh, anyway, okay. so it yeah, we did anyway. <laughs> the, the actual like original purpose of the Zelda creators community was um we did a we just did like a little fun like art showcase back in July and uh like a, we just contacted a bunch of like people that you know we we had been watching like their art and uh or or we knew them and uh we did like a little Twitch stream where we just showcased their art for like an hour I think it was just under an hour actually yeah it was um, an hour so it started there and then like more and more people wanted to get involved so we started Invited more and more people, and then we just opened it up, and we're like, everybody can join. Go for it. We haven't done a, we haven't done another art showcase yet, but we we are looking into that for the future. That was it was fun. A lot of people really enjoyed that one too. Mm-hmm. It just that one wasn't as well known of an event because that was the very first earliest thing we did when we opened that server, and it was more select. Like we we went out and we asked people to yeah. be part of it, and then those were the people who watched it really. Yeah, and then like a few people like caught wind that yeah. we were doing. We we didn't have like. Like, I, I wouldn't even say we have like a huge personal following right now, but we we had like less than yeah the following on our personal Buff Hestu accounts then, so uh, it was it was very very small. But it was fun, but that was like the first thing we did with that server. Yeah. Um. Maybe one last question, unless Nathan has one. Uh, mm. what's your favorite Zelda game? Oh God. <laughs> How many have um, you played? Have you played all of them? Or no, no, I've not played all of them. I haven't played all of them either. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> there's, there's too many like eventually one day we will but we've played all we've played all the major ones like the main like, ones like yeah the main 3D one. ones definitely played all i think we played all 3d ones actually i haven't played that one where link dresses up uh what? majora's mask no 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 um it was on could be like eight of them what <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, he, like, he, like dresses up in like costumes and dresses and oh there's tri- the three tri- force heroes is that force heroes yes yeah Yes, never played that one. Um, oh, well, I, I, I left that. I, I don't like that game at all. Oh, you don't like that one? <laughs> no. I've heard mixed reviews of that one. I've definitely put more hours into Breath of the Wild than any other Zelda game, but I kind of Wind Waker just because it's, it's got, I've got more memories with Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah, all the yeah nostalgia. I want to say Wind Waker. The Wind Waker was really like the first game that I played that had. I know a lot of people would argue this, but a giant map. Like, I know that most of it was water, and, you know, it wasn't much yeah. in the water, but, like, sailing through it was still really fun for me, even back still, then, so... Still a pretty giant open world. Yeah, yeah. It captures the feeling of being a real pirate. Yeah, I felt like a pirate. Yeah, I have to say... I'm gonna say Wind Waker, but it's really close. It's a really close really, tie with Really close yeah. with Breath of the Wild. I think the only reason it's maybe a little bit above Breath of the Wild is because it was technically like the first Zelda game that I really enjoyed. And then, you know, like we, we had discussed earlier, it just got a lot of nostalgia to it for us. <laughs> and that's the only thing. Other than that, it's super close to Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. For me, I'd, I'd probably say the same thing for the same reasons. Wind Waker has, I think, the best story. I love the story of Wind Waker. I love all the characters, all the bosses, everything. 
got the best Ganondorf. Yeah, the best Ganondorf. That's maybe a controversial topic. He's got the nicest beard. The, okay, I'll, my yeah, personal I'll, favorite. I can agree to that. <laughs> yeah, he's got the nicest beard. I love his swords. Ooh, I wanted to. I wanted to carve his swords out of wood, but they're so long. You can't. They, you need a really long piece of wood for that. Um, Shape right too. Yeah. The shaping of it. Oh, the shaping wouldn't be that hard, but yeah, no, I don't. Know. I just I love that Ganondorf. But yeah, I'd <laughs> probably say Wind Waker. But the adventure in Breath of the Wild, the being able to go anywhere you want, whenever you want, I love that too. So I say for a story, it'd be Wind Waker. For adventure, it's Breath of the Wild. But I still do love, like I said, I still do love adventuring in Wind Waker, though. Yeah, it kind of brings that different experience that you just don't get from any other Zelda game. Yeah. It'd be cool if in the Breath of the Wild sequel, I don't want to deviate too much, but in the Breath of the Wild sequel, they could bring back some of the uh, Wind Waker elements with boats. Please Please bring back boats. And we've we've discussed (laughs) that too, actually. I want my boat to speak again. (laughs) You pay for the boats using real money? Ouch, Mm. that's going to be painful. (laughs) It would give you something more to use your money for. It would give you something to use money on. True, I mean, you did buy a motorcycle in the first game, so... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, anything's on the table now. (laughs) Anything's on the table now. Fantastic, well, I guess uh, this will be the end. Thank you guys for coming on the show. This is actually very interesting. Thank you very much, yes. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun. Never was on a podcast before. Yeah, our first, first podcast. podcast. <laughs> Did you guys probably... ever have anything you want to plug? Or um, I guess anything. you've been plugging all the oh. time, but... Zelda oh, it could be in the description as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll link it. <laughs> Feel free. Go, to, go to Zelda Creators. Uh, you can look that up on Twitter or Instagram. And then the dis- I'm not going to even try and tell you what the discord link is because that's <laughs> a bunch of mumbo jumbo just the discord link is in the bios of those um and then that's fun like if you just want like general zelda creator stuff you know if you want to go view art or music or videos that people make about zelda zelda creators is definitely the place to go for that um as we discussed this whole podcast um it's growing quickly, so uh, there's there's always something new popping up there, especially during Linktober. It's been really busy during Linktober. Oh, and yeah. I think November oh, yeah. will be busy, too, with uh, oh, everybody yes. doing Zelda Month. Um, and then next year, you got Breath of the Wild 2, possibly. Oh, my um, God. There's going to be even more <laughs> stuff to, to talk about on there. Um, and then aside from that, just, uh, I guess, our own comics, like Buffest. Yeah, if you that Buffest. Yeah, if you want more of like a niche Zelda experience in, like... You like things that are buff, like then big buff that's, trees. That's your thing, you know. If that's your thing, then you know there's a comic about that. Have you ever looked at a tree and just said, "Hey, that would look a lot better if it had two massive arms and abs." <laughs> that, that's actually my experience with like every tree I walk by now. I'm like, that tree doesn't have abs. I'm not interested. Well, we have. We just got a little bonsai tree, and it's right here beside us. But it's it's unfortunate. It's not, it's, it's, it's it's not, not buff. buff. Yeah, no, it doesn't have any abs. Like I don't know what the oh, heck is not, this tree is good for if it doesn't have abs. Just, not just take yet. it to. <laughs> just take it to the military training camp. Yeah, it's very good military training camp. But yeah, that's all I would plug. Just the two. And I, I guess if you wanted to come see my uh, my art as well, my personal art. That's true. Yes. My characters, um, Ten Cent Dino on Instagram or Twitter. I I'm also I I, I do post some Zelda related stuff. Like I designed a character. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Barrett. Barrett oh, the yes. Deku Marksman. 
Uh, I did that. I created him oh. for another. I don't know if you if you two have seen it before. I posted him, but um, yeah, I, I made him for another person's another artist's uh, comic that they're making. And then I have another Zelda related character who I'm going to be releasing soon as well. That I'm also working on that one. And another character who I'm just kind of fiddling around with as I learn manga style. A lot of characters. Ooh, yeah. Oh, you're moving on some. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm learning manga. I'm learning tricks. I got a I got a manga line art pen on Ibis, so it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting how how that works. So I'm, I'm I'm making a character based off everything I've learned and as I learn. But yeah, you can come you can come check all that stuff out at Tencent Dino. Perfect. Yeah, everything will be linked uh, in the YouTube description and also put it in the Spotify. And uh, if you're listening through audio, it'll be in the description. Well, thank you guys for joining us. It was an amazing experience hearing your love for the Zelda series and how you share it through your comics. We would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks podcast. <laughs>